Quickly mark the radio dial setting at MotorCityGaming.com. Do not use your phone. It must be reserved for vital emergency messages so that you can receive official news and civil defense instructions on the Conrad frequency used in your area. Your life may depend on this. The last line of defense in major gaming news. Gamezilla Alpha. Prepare to take shelter and obey instructions instantly. This is the underground resistance. Join the Alpha Force. This is the plan to help you and others who need you. A plan to live, to work, and fight as did your forefathers. Now, let's check the plan together step by step. Gamezilla Alpha. Welcome to Gamezilla Alpha, where when you spent years and years creating Ninja Turtle outfits with newspaper and crayons, and you were wondering, man, am I ever going to put this to good use? Well, today, all of that was going to be worth it. Listen, if you thought that you were a genius because you created a fidget spinner, you are wrong because something better is right in front of us. So get out your cootie catchers, because this episode is for you. Welcome to episode 40 of GameZilla Alpha. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla studios, Jesse Fiddle. I just want to let everyone know, first off, that this episode is brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. If you want early access to this show, along with other great perks, head on over to patreon.com slash Media. Start your patronage today. Just like Jazzy Sucks. Shout out to our newest patron. His name is Jazzy Sucks. I know. And I love him. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but I love you. Yeah, that person reached out to me, by the way. I'm not going to mention names. Reached out and said, if I change the name multiple times throughout, like, having the account on Patreon, will it update in the uh, in the ticker where we give credit on our, on our mothership show, the GameZilla podcast? It's true. And I said, you just let me know, and I'll make sure it gets updated. <laughs> yeah, you just have to talk to the person that runs Patreon. And uh, for you, I'll make sure it happens. <laughs> All right, but only so, for you. Don't everybody be going to try to change your name now, right? Yeah, no, it doesn't work that way. All right, so uh, we we were gone a week. I uh, had surgery. I'm back. I'm healing up, doing well, and we wanted to get back on track with Gamezilla Alpha. Uh, and then Nintendo just dropped a bomb on us, and was and we were we're like, or well, bomb. well, we have uh, you know, we have. We have our topic. We don't even have to look very yeah. far. We probably should do a, a show on this because it's so. Weird, it's so Nintendo. It might be one of the most Nintendo-y things Nintendo has ever done. But yes, we are talking about Nintendo Labo. Right. The new announcement that just happened, uh, what, yes, a couple days ago? Yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday, yeah. So for those of you in the world that did get peppered with the uh, meteor shower that just hit, we had one that uh, dropped down here in Michigan, and uh, it created... A panic with some people. There yeah. was, you know, Clearly sounded like thunder and it looked like lightning. And then next thing you know, there's like a mini earthquake. And yeah, clearly a meteor hit the Nintendo headquarters in Japan and scrambled some people's brains. Uh, they are dropping the bomb. 
The bomb made of cardboard. All right, so what is Nintendo Labo? Let's uh, let's get into this real quick. Uh, yesterday, like I said, January 17th, Nintendo surprised and delighted us with uh, an announcement about Nintendo Labo. It is a build-it-yourself cardboard kit um, that is part game, part engineering, and pure Nintendo weirdness. <laughs> Take this. This is a serious thing. Nintendo Labo. This is real. Yeah. This um, was created in the mind of Nintendo's newest employee, a six-year-old little girl. No, the Amazon cardboard box guy. The <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you know where this came from. Oh, this was Google. Like, hey, you know, we make cardboard VR headsets. Why so as well just pitch this idea to Nintendo? No. And joking aside, um, Nintendo is reaching back to its toy making days and bringing them to the modern era by the way of Nintendo Switch. Somehow, Nintendo has taken cardboard boxes and applied outside of the box thinking. Get what I did there. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh my gosh, I can't even. We talk about this is like this is like my most excited episode we've ever done. No, this is yeah. this is awful. Man. This is groundbreaking. Like, groundbreaking. Okay, okay. Th- there are certain people who like, you know, for example, when they used to get their loot crate, and loot crate had those boxes where it's like if you folded them inside out, it would like look like a Game Boy, you know, controller or something like that. And there was those people that was like, oh, look at this. And they'd like unfold it and then fold it back up for their friends in the opposite way and be like, it's, it's a Game Boy controller. And it's there like fake play it. And you're Dude, like, this is right super there. cool. It's a Nuka Cola refrigerator. Yeah. And then there was the other 99% of the world. That was just like, oh, there's something printed on the inside Listen, of the Jeff, box. Listen, just because you're not you're not creative and all you do with your loot crate boxes is use them to wrap up Christmas gifts for other people, doesn't mean that we can't have fun <laughs> with ours. Creative. <laughs> it's called recycling, it's man. Something. This world is going down, and we need to preserve the earth. All right. So Nintendo Labo is the announcement. Uh, it's it, like like we explained. It involves cardboard and involves Nintendo Switch, and the, and we got two kits announced initially. Okay. So there are two different Toy-Con Labo kits announced, the Variety Kit and the Robot Kit. Um, And they are numbered, which suggests Nintendo has designs to release more of these crazy paper craft creations in the future. Um, So the idea here, and right where you download this, if you go go to GameZillaMedia.com, you go to this this download page for the show, you you can watch the uh, three-minute, like, um, commercial that Nintendo made, and it'll show off a lot of these creations. But what you're going to get this April, 420, that's right, a lot of people enjoy it. <laughs> no, Nintendo at it again. Yeah, exactly. What are you talking about? <laughs> Everything's great here. Yeah, just um, April 20th. Nothing, nothing is important yeah. about that day. Now, there are some rumors that they that, uh, some people are reporting the 27th now, but according to Nintendo's website and Amazon's website, it is still showing 420. Toke it up and play some Nintendo. Because that's the only way you're going to enjoy this. The, okay, listen. Let's <laughs> let's hold let's hold the the hate for okay. for until Another we at least seconds. explain this. Okay. So the variety kit comes with five different Toy-Con projects. You got RC car, fishing rod, house, motorbike, and piano. Okay, those are the five you get inside of that kit. The other kit that we mentioned, which is the robot kit, is simply just a giant backpack that you uh, create that you build. Uh, and it allows you to play a robot game, but we'll get we'll get into it a little bit because it's more intricate than that. So, um, we watched this video, right? Three minute video, 
It's showing people folding cardboard, uh, showing the switch, explaining to them how to build it. So you have instructions that are that are helping you do this. This is this is driven towards kids, right? This is a children's thing. Nintendo came out and said this is for kids, you know, and and you know, and manchilds. But um, so you know, a lot of that's what we'll get into when people got upset about this, but. It looks, uh, when you watch the three-minute video, you're watching, you know, this person put together these pieces, and all of a sudden they have this, what looks like a little mini piano, and then they set the switch in it, and they start hitting a cardboard key, and the switch starts responding with a piano note. Um, And I'm like, okay. And then it kicks to, you know, like a um, front end of, what looks like a front end of a motorcycle, and the switch is again in the in, in between the handles. Well, the Joy-Cons are in the handles, and you see someone revving, you know, like a normal motorcycle, and it's actually reacting. Like, oh, okay. And then we see, like, little bugs vibrating across the screen using Joy-Con vibration to cause these little bugs to move, which reminds me of the toy line, which I can't I can't remember the name of the toys, but they're, like, they're these little, hex, like... Hex bugs. Hex bugs. There you go, yeah. yeah. It reminds me of those because that's all they do is they just shake across places and stuff like that. So I'm like, um, interesting. And then, it, like, you know, all of a sudden you see, like, this person with the Joy-Con to his back and his legs kind of spread, and then he just vibrates, and his legs spread further apart, and he falls flat on his face. And I was like, uh... What the hell's going on? <laughs> but honestly, I think the big part for me out of this whole trailer was the robot backpack where I started to see this, you know, this child wearing this giant cardboard backpack that had um, strings, like rope coming out of it that went to handles. And he was wearing a little headpiece that had a Joy-Con attached to it. And he was punching. And then it cut to the gameplay and this giant robot and the giant robot punches through a building. And I'm like, oh, cool. And then they open up the back of the backpack and you see all these like pulley systems and all this stuff happening inside this cardboard backpack. And I'm like, huh, that's, it's pretty interesting. All right. So that's, you know, again, watch the trailer if you haven't watched it. That's, that's the the most basic way I can run it down. It's a very weird trailer. Um, And... We're going to get into this now. We're going to get into the cardboard Nintendo accessory line that, that we now have called Nintendo Labo. And what uh, initial thoughts on it, reactions in the industry, uh, reactions by the fans. Uh, we're going to cover a lot of these things here uh, because I think Jazzy and I sit on opposite sides of this wall, this cardboard wall. Um I built it, by the way. It was pretty. It was pretty cool. No, oh, that's yeah. why it's crooked. Got it. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, Nintendo shipped me crooked cardboard. What do you want? <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, um, so let's get started with. Oh, you know what? I didn't cover price point. Yeah, let's get started with price point. Okay, so you got two kits, right? You got the the five projects, and then you got the robot. Now, the five kit, which is the RC car, fishing rod, house, motorbike, and piano. Which also includes the software, is sixty nine ninety nine seventy dollars. The robot kit, which again also comes with the game, is seventy nine ninety nine. It's eighty dollars. So that was my first kind of like, ooh, that's um, more than I expected, right? And a lot more. Yeah. So. Uh, and then the last piece that, that I want to just add in here is that a lot of this cardboard can be customized. And um, 
the Nintendo Labo customization set was also announced to come out the same day, which gives you, which is $10, and it gives you a bunch of sticker sheets with, like, Mario eyeballs and Bowser eyeballs and, and, me, and me, eye, me faces and stuff like that, uh, along with some tape, uh, like, colorful tape that you can do things with, and stencils. So in case you want to, like, stencil in names or numbers or whatever on your, on your race car and stuff like that. So, um... It's cardboard, okay? So the first thing I think is like $70 and I'm getting cardboard. And yes, I'm getting a game. Now a game, we could sit there and say, well, a normal price game is 60 bucks. It's only $10 more for the cardboard. I'm like, yeah, but these are a bunch of mini games. Like these aren't Mario Odyssey. This is not Legend of Zelda. Yeah. This is this is Snipper Clips. This is which was thirty. You know, this is these are smaller games that I would look at the you know in the indie scene would be you know fifteen to twenty bucks. So, um, with that being said, I think the price point is is questionable. Um, I don't you know I, I, out the gate it's got the word Nintendo on it and it has something to do with the Switch, so I think it's going to sell fast. It'll be that initial response to those first time, the first people buying it, of, of what they think of it, that'll cause the longevity or quick downfall of Nintendo Labo, or at least the first kits. Because I, I came out and saw the trailer, didn't look up pricing right away, and I was like, hey, you know what? This would be, this could be really cool because it's cardboard if it's like, the kit's like 15 bucks. You know, assuming I download the, the, um, the software from the eShop or something. Not, I, I don't, you know, but instead they're packaging a physical copy of a game with it and charging you more. Um, I didn't think about the fact that this, the basic software or the mini games were going to cost so much. Right. So that, that, that part of it is, is kind of a, it's a concern. I don't want to call it a disappointment. It's a concern for me, but the thing about this is, is that I've like this past holiday season, I was, you know, shopping for nieces and nephews and stuff. And I found myself gravitating towards a lot of the do it yourself kits that were really cool for kids. Like, Build your own drone, or like I got my one nephew. We got him a uh, build your own R two D two robot, basically, right? And um, and then you can, but it also teaches you how to code. So then you end up coding your own R two D two to do things, you know. So that type of stuff is really cool, but it's really expensive. You know, it, it's you're sitting there at uh, you know hundred dollars is the low end of a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And then if you go cheaper than that to where it's like, you know, build your own necklace or jewelry oh, kits yeah. and stuff like that, you're still looking 40 bucks. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but on the tech side, I was really impressed to see a lot of these cool um, uh, learn how to code, learn how to build these, these you know, uh, build a robot and then program a robot, you know, like things like that, that I found super fascinating. And I think this, this what Nintendo's doing here is falling right into that category. Um, you know, the advantage here is that the possibilities are endless. You know, you're playing, it, it's, it really is for kids and it really needs, it really, you really need to think of it from a kid's standpoint is that like when I was a child, I used cardboard to build, to build my work, to build the world. Like I did so much from, from weapons to fortresses to, you know, to armor, I, I use cardboard all the time, and so it's interesting to see Nintendo look at it this way. And for adults, I think a lot of us look at it like confused, almost like what? 
cardboard. That's weird. But um, you know, it, it leaves it open where depending on how depending on how open Nintendo wants to be, people could start, you know, imagine what people could do with this. Think of it in the sense of like, you know, development from an indie, from indie standpoint where people are building all sorts of cool cardboard contraptions to do all sorts of cool things. And, you know, you damn well know that someone's going to go that in a matter of weeks after these get released, you're in the hands of people. You're going to be able to go over online, find the 3D rendered uh, versions of this, and then basically hook it up to your 3D printer and print it all out in plastic. Like it's going to happen, you know, like so um, it's interesting because Nintendo is is at the forefront of this. This is the this is the complete opposite of the Wii, where the Wii had its like it was fun, and because of it, all these third parties were like, "Oh well, people swing it like a tennis racket, so we're gonna make a tennis racket that your Wiimote goes in that's completely useless, but now it looks like you're swinging a tennis racket, and it was just trash everywhere. You'd go into a toy store, and it was a whole wall of just garbage accessories made by third parties to try to make a quick buck." Mm-hmm. And Nintendo here has done it in a different way where they're like, all right, cool. Well, before people can take uh, the the uniqueness of the Switch and and cheapen it, we're going to bring something out that is directly from us, that we control, which Nintendo likes to do. So um, I'm very interested in it. I, I like the robot the robot kit more so than the uh, five, five Toy-Con project kit just because the robot kit fascinates me with the different pulley systems like you got you got strings going down your legs so even you moving is registering you got um strings and handles going out to your arms for punching and then you're wearing this little headset with a joy con so that assuming you're viewing as far as your robot moving around is based off your head movement so you know my playstation or the playstation vr doesn't take into consideration my feet at all but yet cardboard does Cardboard and string does. Mm-hmm. So for me, like I look at the the, it's simplistic, but the intricate side of it is fascinating enough where I go, you know, I might get the robot kit. I might, I might get the robot kit. You're out of control, <laughs> out of control. Well, t- tell me what you thought. I I've given the description of it. I've given <laughs> the the my initial thoughts that there that I think it's clever. I'm still concerned, but I think it's very clever. And if anyone's gonna pull this off. It's Nintendo. Yeah, and Nintendo's going to pull it off because it's got the Nintendo name on it. That's why. So, overall, here's my thoughts on it. I can see where Nintendo was trying to put the creative end into it, where it's like you have to actually you know, break these apart and build them yourself. And it's kind of like you said, those do-it-yourself projects where you're building the robot and then like coding it afterwards. So I see the like the build it aspect of it. However, this is hot garbage. Let me tell you why. For a couple reasons. It's geared towards kids, we've agreed, and then man children, right? So the man children are probably going to be okay with this, whereas when you put it into the hands of kids, it instantly becomes a giant problem for Nintendo. Here's why. It's cardboard. I don't know about you, but whenever I made all of my shit out of cardboard when I was a kid, that shit got trashed. And then you'd have to make new ones or you duct tape it together and shit like that to try to keep it going. So anything that's going to be made out of cardboard that you're going to put in your kid's hands is going to get broken very, very quickly. And then you're going to have to drop either A, another 
70, 80 bucks to get it again because your kid wants to have it, well, or you're going to have to figure out a way to fix it. So one thing that let's let's clarify one thing is that when you buy the kit and you get the game, that's it's costly mainly because of the software. Mm-hmm. If you need to repurchase the cardboard and stuff, they do sell it separately for cheaper. They they haven't. I don't see them as far as available yet for pre order yet. Mainly because I think they're just trying to sell the two main kits first. But uh, there's also been talk that they're going to release the uh, like the specs and stuff so that you can cut your own cardboard. Like if you so like if you work somewhere where you could bring cardboard boxes home or something like that, you could technically use your own cardboard to create some to of create this. Some of it. Now, mind you, when you look at things like the uh, the robot backpack. I don't think you're ret- I don't I don't think you're making your own backpack unless you're very skilled at cutting out your own cardboard. Like that that probably, you know, is different. But some of the more basic stuff. Uh and then on top of it, remind remember, people are going to 3D print this shit within weeks of it coming out. So mm-hmm. like, yes, you're right. But at the same time, I could probably just go to Etsy and buy a robot backpack made out of plastic for, you know, and then I'd be like, "Cool, I'm never going to have to fix my kid's shit again. If he breaks this, he's done." If he breaks right. this, he's grounded, and I'm going to take the switch away. Yeah, exactly. Because I remember that, like, that's when I was a kid. It was like, you broke it? Oh, well, that's too bad. You broke it. You're not getting a new one. So I could see a lot a lot of problems on that front. Also, um, working a 9-to-5 in retail, I can tell you that I hope that Nintendo's customer service is on point because they are going to get a ton of complaints about this. Based upon how I see it working from everything that I've researched on it. So it's like beyond the fact that it's cardboard and it'll break, you've got these rubber band systems and string systems. And it's like, well, what if your kid's taller than another kid and he goes to punch with the robot hand and breaks the whole string system because he's got a longer reach than a you know a normal height kid? Then it's your or... fault for having a freak kid. <laughs> So I think Nintendo's, Nintendo, Nintendo's customer support is going to have uh, a hell of a time on the phones with a bunch of complaints N- about this. Nintendo's not, not worried about that. I mean, they made they made three SNES classics. Three sold all three. Didn't make any more. Didn't care, but people were upset. Yeah, well. I'm kidding. They made more than three, but they didn't make a whole lot. Okay. <laughs> yes, like there, there's going to be confusion around this, but at the same time. It's just cardboard. Like if I um, launched that same software that was for driving a motorcycle, and I held the held the Joy-Con in my hand and and revved it like like a like a motorcycle handle, it would work. the 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 cardboard is simply imagination. It's simply to put a handle in your hand that's attached to what feels like part of a motorcycle. Right. If I could just held the Joy Cons in my hand and did what and and taped the Joy Con to my head and and stuff. Guess what? I could play the robot game, right? It, it's the concept that kids play, kids play and and use imagination, and they have you know, and they give themselves superpowers, and they do all this stuff through in the house and outside, and now they can do it with a switch. Yeah. And I think because of that, it could open up the doors where a the the true like market could be if Nintendo opened it up. I don't want to call it open source because I don't think Nintendo would necessarily open source this project. But if they open it up easier for people to create like a marketplace for them, where Nintendo could take a percentage of everything that's being created by these people, the the possibilities are endless what you could do. The Switch could become an educational tool that uses cardboard to do things in science class and all sorts of stuff. And, and it could all be sold through the eShop. At the same time, if that doesn't happen, then ex- what's going to happen is if it's cool enough, 
people are going to homebrew the shit out of their Switch, and then a basically a market's going to end up growing that is the hack hack market of a hacked Nintendo Switch with the you know unapproved uh, Nintendo Labo market that has all sorts right. of cool shit you can do. You have to realize, though, we're living in the world of where you give people an inch and they take a mile and they expect 10 miles. So I'm talking about the, you know, person who's going to call up because you want to know what, Nintendo? Um, I have a nine-year-old little boy and I have a six-year-old little boy and the six-year-old little boy reeled back the fishing line because he was trying to cast a fishing line and he swung it at his brother and he got a cardboard cut on his cheek and now I want you to pay for the lie no, and hospital now his bills. brother is blind <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go right, you gotta go right. zero to a hundred man right. it's not cut on the cheek exactly. it's he's blind his, I'm eyeball, gonna need you. his eyeball flew out <laughs> yeah. and we couldn't find yeah. it I'm gonna need you to pay for not only the medical bills but I'm gonna need you to pay for the med flight because even though we live a, a mile down the road from the hospital he needed to get med flight evac out of our backyard we had to rip down the back wall of our house in order to get him out because we had to take him on the couch we couldn't just we couldn't just take him he was on the couch couldn't move from the couch so now we're gonna have to have you pay for the helicopter ride the destructive property and um i'm also gonna need you to pay for my gambling debts (laughs) okay random but okay That's the world we live in. The man. good news is Nintendo. Okay. Nintendo will they do sold it. Sold how many switches they can pay for yeah, it. Yeah, Nintendo <laughs> be like, all right, cool. How much is that? Five bucks. Cool. Yeah, no problem. Here you go. Like, um, they send you a med flight kit out of like <laughs> the helicopter off the cardboard. So, so here's why I'm okay with it. Okay, here's why. Here's oh. why I didn't get upset as you, or I didn't get upset as some of these people that like lost their goddamn minds online yesterday. Okay, like Nintendo comes out real cryptic and they're like, we're gonna make an announcement. It's for the kids, you know, and all the stuff. And everyone's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, it's going to be VR. It's going to be this, right? Which we just talked about how Nintendo is not not interested in dealing with VR, okay? So, um, and, and if you want to hear about that, you just listen to the GameZilla podcast um, on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio from our last episode. But they came out, they said this. Everyone in the world that lost their mind, you are all idiots. And here's why. A week before that, we had a Nintendo Direct. Yeah. We literally had a Nintendo Direct that dropped all sorts of new games and stuff. It was the first, like, here's what's coming in the beginning of 2018 for the Switch. And if there was going to be anything that was, like, epic, on a, of an epic scale, it would have been in the Direct. It wouldn't have been a week later in some random announcement that came, literally, we found out about it, like, the day before they announced it. Like, what did you, you literally thought, people literally thought you were going to get this VR headset contraption that was going to be announced a week after a Direct on a random Thursday. Like, no. Sorry, Wednesday. No, it's not going to happen, man. So, like, for me, I didn't have these expectations, like, that's it, that, that it was going to be anything big. That it was going to be anything, like, mind-blowing. Now, mind you, it's weird enough that it was big, like, big in the sense of, like, what the hell are they doing? And, and caused a lot of people to look into it. But the people that are upset about this, it's like, guys... Calm the fuck down. You own it. Like, the people that are upset about this, majority of them, own a Switch, like their Switch, and are enjoying their Switch. So guess what? 
I am sorry that they released something over here for kids. They literally said it's for kids that you don't like. I hate to break it to you, but there are things on Xbox, PlayStation, PC, Nintendo. It doesn't matter. There's toilet paper that I don't like, okay? Shit happens, guys. Literally, it happens. You're not going to like everything that everybody does. This is not targeted towards you then, clearly. But for the people that have kids, I think it's cool because you get to build and also learn and explain how things work and then play it. And I think from the mindset of teaching a kid about how to build something and how, and then the, the motion it takes to, to rev an engine or the pulley system that you built and how it works where when you, put, when you swing your arm, your robot, the robot swings his arm, it's starting to, like, yes, you're not coding a video game, but you're starting practical, like, practical training in the sense of, like, think about how something works and then apply it. And to me, with future generations and stuff coming out and, and all of us being buried in phones and, and brain dead and you know trying to text and talk and wipe our ass while we drive our car or mad that our car doesn't drive itself, like this is actually a product that I feel like, hey, here's something that they're bringing out into the future that is fun. It is a game. But it also is learning, and it also has applications that people can start to imagine beyond what the kits are that, that Nintendo creates and allows them to maybe create stuff that people never thought about. Just like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. People played that game and started doing stuff that the developers of the game never even thought about. And that's what I feel like Nintendo's has this time around with their products is like they're creating these, you know, these initial thoughts but it's allowing imagination to be built around them and causes growth, not just for the company, but also for the people. And who knows what you get out of it? You might get your next game designer, you know, your next Miyamoto, your next person that comes out and be, you know, and when they become of age and they start developing these video games that blow in everybody's mind, they're gonna go in an interview and they're gonna be like, "Yeah, do you remember this weird thing?" That came out in 2018. It was called Nintendo Labo. And everyone's gonna be like, yeah, that dumbass cardboard thing goes, that's where that's basically when I knew I was gonna start making video games. So like don't hate on shit so much right. when the concept here is I mean, literally, Nintendo's fucking slogan for this is make, play, discover. Like, play is not even the end of this. Discover is the end of this. So like I am intrigued by it. I don't like the price points. I already admitted that. But if people are smart and if, if we can indeed replace the cardboard side of this on the cheap, then I think that initial software cost, as long as the software is, is decent, which it's coming from Nintendo, so I, get, I give them, you know, I have hope for that, then, then you know, maybe it's not as big a concern as I currently think it is. But I still think the price points right now are a little scary in the sense of like a parent, it's for the kid. You know, it's for children. So a parent going out and looking at it, grabbing a box that's $80 and it's, full, and it's primarily cardboard with, it, with a small little chip that goes in my Switch, I don't know how popular that is in the eyes of parents. You know, and I don't know how popular this is in the eyes of kids in the sense of, like, you know, bugging their parents until they finally go out and buy it. I don't know if it's going to be as hot as, you know, Nintendo thinks it is. But again... 
Look what happened with Amiibos. Look what happened, you know, with 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 the Wii. Look what you know, like again, they are the ones that pull out some crazy shit that we all sit here and go, "What the fuck were you thinking? How much drugs were you on?" And then it becomes the most popular thing in the world, and we go, "Huh, they did it again." And yeah. and somehow we are surprised every time they do it. Yeah. So, I guess to reel it back a little bit, here's the the cool thing. I guess my biggest problem with all of this, because I agree with like the is you are a grown up with no imagination and you hate life. That's true. You also don't even know where your switch is. I know exactly where my switch is. That's not what you told me before the show. The, well, I was really getting your gears going for yeah, the show. Clearly. I like the the creativity of it. I like being able to build it and stuff like that. I just think the longevity of this stuff is not going to be where it needs to be for the price point. So like, what you're saying is you would rather fill landfills full of crap when all the kids lose their interest after 24 hours, because that's what children do, versus being able to throw it in a recycling bin and be green. You're anti-green. I'm, you I'm hate like, this planet. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. My God! I've already signed. We learn something new about Jazzy every week. I've already, I've already put my application and live on Mars. <laughs> um, here's my other big thing, and this is absolutely stupid. And there is everybody can hate me for this, and they could fight me for it, but it just, I have OCD. So little things like this bug the shit out of me, <laughs> and I really have no good explanation for it aside from I just don't like it. Why do you have to put an O at the end of everything you do, Nintendo? It couldn't be Nintendo Laboratories. No, it had to be Nintendo Labo. Like, come on! Labo? Besides Nintendo, can you name one other thing they've done that to? I don't care. <laughs> you can't, can you? It just bugs you me. I, I said I don't have a good reason for it. It's just <laughs> this. Nintendo Labo. Like, I don't like it. Can it be Nintendo Laboratories? Did, did, uh, did we bother you? Yeah, it does. We what? Like, what's a we? Right, but I'm just w -I -I. saying. I I I I. Yeah. What about me? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even. I hate. I when I had to create a me just to play a game, I hated it. <laughs> like, I hated it. Like that whole thing. Like, it's branding, man. Every every Monday when we play the goddamn weave shop music for Team Talk, it fucking like drives me insane. Cause I I don't like the Wii. I don't like the Mies. I don't like Labo. Like, it's just oh Nintendo. I love you. But like you drive me nuts. Oh my! This is the man that if I put the volume of anything on an odd number, he gets mad at me. So I can't, I so, can't watch it. So I literally that, can't watch so it. So take that for what it is. I, I think I think he's just uh, this is a personal personal quirk of his. It it is, and I don't want anybody to get upset over the fact that it's called Nintendo Labo. Well, the dogs are upset right if, now. I can hear, and they have a right to be, as I have a right to have this irk the shit out of me. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <sighs> well, your name bothers me, Jazzy Fiddle, but you spell it like jazz with a capital Z, Z, lowercase e, uppercase f, <laughs> no, and I'm like, what? True. I'm like, what the okay. hell? Can what we the get hell this? is this guy okay, doing? Okay, we're gonna clear this He's up for OCD. everybody. What's wrong with him? We're gonna clear this up for everybody because everybody fucks this up. My <laughs> gamer tag and like everything I do on social media is Jazzy Fiddle. Okay, here's how it is is broken down. Jazz, capital J, A Z Z. All right? Space, the letter E, period. <laughs> capital F I D D L E. No, Jazz, no, that's not, e that's not what fiddle. it looks like. Jazzy that's fiddle. not what it looks like on that's Xbox, how it looks like on everything. anywhere because you know. Because the capitals are J E and F. Jeff. No. <laughs> nope. 
Yes, no. you can go no. anywhere. I swear to God. What's it the is. E stand for? The okay. So backstory. No, I don't want to the Jay-Z backstory. Fiddle. I just want to know what the E stands for. It stands for E. <laughs> but why is it capital? It's act, you're acting like it's a middle name. It is. It's just a no, middle name. It's there not is a no middle, middle name. name because you are ridiculous. Okay, so listen. Here's the, I'm listening. Here's the backstory because I'm telling you now. The nickname was actually given to me by a coworker back and when you I started my Nintendo job. Labo dumb. The super dumb. I'm not saying that I'm not dumb. Um, I am. But I worked on uh, an off weekend with a co-peer of mine that managed this team. All right? And then there was another two guys that took the other weekend. So we did opposite weekends. Well, this uh, employee of ours called us the E-Team and then gave us the nicknames Jazz E-Fiddle and Doug E-Fresh. Those were our nicknames. So we became the E-Team. You have never, you have never explained that the E is a middle name. You've never told me that. And and how long have we been doing this? And every single, every single gamer tag, I don't care if it's on PC, PC, Xbox, Switch. It's not like none of it has a period in it. Okay. Because you can't put periods in half that shit. Oh, my bad. I didn't know that. Yes, actually, I did know that. You make it one word, and so everyone looks at it as Jazzy Fiddle, and then guess what? Um, I could probably pull up Epic right now and show you Jazzy and the E's lowercase. All right, well, listen here. So you, sir, are sending mixed signals... And that is not okay. Unlike Nintendo Labs, who is cl- Labo. 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 Labo, get it right. Yeah. Labo. Clearly, it's clearly Labo. Who clearly is just sending out a message that this is for the children, and they're going to love it. And people like Jazzy Fiddle are just Grinches that have, are anti-cardboard, they're anti-green, they hate planet Earth, and they don't like fun. Oh, and they're not creative. Coming soon to Gamezilla Media. I will have blueprints on how you can create your own 3D letters. Is this worse of Jazz or better? E fiddle, where the J, the E, and the F will be capitals. Perfect. Then, yeah, start <laughs> branding it properly. Okay, here, here you go. Is this worse or better than ARMS? Oh, God, why you making me <laughs> Okay, oh, okay. So for everybody listening, this is very difficult for me to say because I just vomited all over the table about how much I hate Nintendo Labo, all right? I will literally play the piano in Nintendo Labo. I'll build that bitch because you know I like building shit, so that's not the problem. True. The problem is I'm going to build it, I'm going to hit the key, and I'm going to press too hard, and I'm going to break the fucker. Um, but I will build that piano, play it once and break it before I ever play arms again. So to the I want a, a straight answer for our listeners. Is Nintendo Labo worse or better than arms? Oh, fucking better. <laughs> yes, that's a victory on my end. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take I knew we were gonna be I knew we were gonna be arguing. I like this how you show. I like how you got a victory out of the garbage that Nintendo's put out. Listen. Whereas listen. Nintendo's put out some great stuff that I love, okay? Listen, you bashed the <laughs> Lambo shit. Lambo is not one of Let's them. Let's look at this track record here. You bashed the hell out of the Switch. Bought one at launch. I loved it. You bashed the hell out of Nintendo Labo. Said it's better than ARMS. We played ARMS at PAX South in January before the Switch came out. You dis- you despise that game. So when I look at this, I-, I look at this track record, I go, hmm, okay. You picked up a PlayStation VR headset once, went out and bought it. You haven't used it in months. 
You picked up a PlayStation, or, or sorry, an Xbox One X once. You went out and bought it. So now I'm looking at this. I go, all right, he didn't buy ARMS. He hates ARMS, but he just gave Nintendo Labo a one-up over ARMS. He's 100% going to buy it. I'm 100% just Jazzy you. Fiddle okay. will be on stream. This motherfucker <laughs> will be stream on Nintendo Labo day yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, he will be on stream playing Robot Kit. This, you just wait. He's going to be like, this is fucking awesome. And won't even know he's on stream because it'll be like a secret stream that we set up. But yeah, like I'm calling it now. You're going to play Labo and you're going to be like, man, think of all the things we could do with Labo. And I'm like, no, Jazzy, you don't get to do anything with Labo ever. Okay, here's what here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. Jazz E Fiddle. Spell it however the hell you want, social media, because they're gonna put it all together anyway. It's Jazz Message me on any platform you want. Instagram, Twitter, hit me up on my Facebook page and Patreon. P- yeah, Patreon. Put it in Patreon in a in a message. <gasps> Call out for a perk. You want a Nintendo Labo perk. No, no we're Jazzy not going to. Jazzy Fiddle no. changes Listen. his name to Jazzy Labo. Listen. Jazzy Labo and and we'll do two perks. Okay? We'll do two perks where he has to buy Labo and use it on the show. Like, we'll make sure that he's he's he is Jazzy Labo, so he has to do something Labo every week on GameZilla. First of all, we're live not, on Twitch. Okay. So live listen, on Twitch.tv slash GameZilla Media. <laughs> we're not it's creating happening. a perk for this. Oh, it's, it's happening. The, the, the I just revoke. I revoke all your Patreon uh, rights, Jazzy. I'm going to assume them all so that the people can contact me and tell me what they want you to do. The, the amount of work that goes into creating a perk <laughs> is way more than fucking Labo. I'm saying oh, if you hit me, oh, if you hit me up oh, on social media or on our Patreon page... Or in the Discord. In the Discord. If you send me a private message in the Discord saying that you want to vote for me. Jazzy Goes Labo. That's what I want you to put. Jazzy Goes Labo. Okay? If I get enough people to send in, give me a number that's reasonable. Okay? Enough people to send enough in. Enough people to, change, to, to, to send in. And then if, if, we this, get, if we hit that number. Yeah, what's the, what do you get? Then I what? will... Pre-order a Labo kit and do an IRL stream okay. day one of Nintendo right. Labo. So uh, if we're gonna do this, we have we do it through social media because because Patreon's not big enough unless you want to keep that number very low um, as far as as far as voting. So I think we just blanket everything and we say if we can get forty people, is that fair? Way fair. Half that's half the price of Labo. Forty people. Forty people. Forty unique people. Oh yeah. I'm so gonna don't make be going. I'm gonna make thirty nine fake accounts. <laughs> yeah, they'll be unique. <laughs> that's all right. That's if you're gonna if you're gonna play that way and cheat it up. That's fine. I don't need to cheat up because you. I'm know. just saying, like if if you know Button Masher Caleb, fan of the show, goes and puts. Jazzy goes Labo on like Instagram, Facebook, and in the Discord. It only counts as one. That's three. Nope, it counts as one. Three. One. Three. Listen, if someone takes the time out of their day to post in multiple locations, you got to give them credit. Listen, we can't even fucking link our Epic accounts for <laughs> Fortnite onto the Xbox. That's not our so fault. Guess what? That's not our fault. I'm going to pull a fucking Epic here and say that, nope, I'm only taking one. All right, fine. If one unique user. is in, then we're doing 30. 30 people. We're cutting it by 10. Done. Th- shake on it. We're shaking on it right now. It's shaking ha- on it. It's happening. Hands are touching. Shake has happened. Okay. Man, your hands are sweaty. Man, I'm nervous, okay? This is, this, <laughs> this is tense negotiation right now. 
Oh, okay, Nintendo Labo. And then we one up it. We one up it here. If I can get sixty people, then you have to change your name on Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you. I'll give the ten dollars out of out of out of the account out of out of uh, Gamesville Media. I'll pay for it, but you have to change this to Jazzy Labo, and then you have to hold it for I don't know. We'll, we'll say like a month or something like that, and then you can change it then back. Then I can change it back. Yeah, but if you change it back, it's on your own money. I'll pay for the initial change, though. I mean, you just got me to to (laughs) buy and play Xbox, so if you want me to leave that early. Jazzy Labo! (laughs) Like, oh my god, I love it. Oh, You can change it on the Switch, too, because that'll be free. So, yes, maybe we'll just do Switch. You have to hold... 60 people. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, you never play the Switch, so I'm going to say Xbox. And and you can't do it on PlayStation, so we can't even count that one. (laughs) Anyways, Nintendo Labo... (laughs) Wow, we got releasing way off track April twentieth, twenty eighteen. Four twenty six, starting at sixty nine ninety nine U S dollars. <laughs> Get lit and play with cardboard. <laughs> Get lit, play with cardboard. Try not to cut yourself because cardboard cuts sting like a bitch. I'll tell you that right now. Yep. So, all right. Well, Nintendo Labo. I think it's a, a clever idea that if it's if it's handled right, um, could be a a pretty big success for Nintendo, uh, for Nintendo, and out of all the companies that do weird, wacky things, Nintendo's the one that can somehow make it work. So, yeah, um, I see this as much as I hate having to say this because I think it's hot garbage. I see this selling a shit ton. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So um, it, it'll be interesting. It'll it'll really start like we have two kits to compare right now. You know, like it like we saw you see things in the video that aren't in these kits, like. People flying like what looked like a jet with like a joystick, like a like an yeah, actual like flight, flight stick, stick, you know, uh, made out of cardboard. Like there's there's a lot of things that are in the works that I think can build on this. That maybe even if people don't like the first wave, um, or people think it's mediocre, that it could uh, it could continue to grow as long as Nintendo continues to feed it. So. Can I get you to agree with one thing on me? Okay, I don't know, maybe. The Jazzy Labo is a better name than Jazzy Fiddle? Hell yeah. Tell me how absolutely ridiculous it is where they had that little, like, cardboard cut out of a guy and the object was, like, hit the button on your uh, tablet to get the motion controls to vibrate the guy to faceplant. Well, it's kind of like hot potato to me. It's basically what it is. You're, that's that's what it remind, looked like to me. Is so like, one person hits the button and the other person hits the button. Yeah, and who, then whoever, and whoever makes them, makes them fall, fall loses. Like yeah. I, I think that sounds very Nintendo. Yeah. yeah, and like very basic. That that part of it, that was the worst part of the whole entire video for me. I was kind of like, oh, that was <laughs> that was lame. I was like, what that was the super hell? lame. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, yeah. But everything else, I was I was uh, pleasantly surprised with, like. Uh, Oh, even like the uh, throttle, like a car throttle. Someone like steps on like the throttle, and you can hear the car accelerate. It's yeah. like, oh, cool, that's neat. But again, stuff in the future. We'll see what happens. Now, the real important thing in this whole episode is what do people have to do now to get the 30, uh, 30 likes so that you will do this IRL Nintendo Labo thing? They have to post on social media. Post on social media. Jazzy goes Labo. So we should so we should just make it a hashtag. Hashtag Jazzy goes Labo anywhere. Perfect. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, wherever. But yeah. make sure you're tagging either Jazzy or myself or obviously Gamezilla. Like make sure we're tagged in this post so that we're getting notified that you're posting it so we can count it. Is that it? Done. 30 gets you in an IRL in real life of you like I will fo- So here's the deal. I'm I'm dedicating my time 
I will follow him into the store. We will do IRL into the store where he acquires it and talks with people, you know, about how excited he is, you know, and then we'll go, we'll come, come to the studio or whatever, where he will then IRL build whatever the hell it is that he bought. And then we'll go, we'll, we'll even, you know, when the game, whenever it is done, we'll stream it, stream it and, and, and have, and see, see it. So we'll do that whole, that whole thing for 30 posts. 30. And remind, remind. Okay, here's where you come into play. If you're listening to this and you're like, "Hell yeah, I want to see this," you got to tell people to just do it. Like, even if they hate us, even if they don't listen to podcasts, even if they don't like video games, just tell your mom, tell your brother, tell your friends, tell your whoever, to just go on social media and, ha- and just post that hashtag. Because if we get sixty, then he's got to change his name for a little while. Yep. So. You know, let's uh let's show Jazzy how much he truly does love Nintendo Labo. And then just take that whole mindset that you just that you just created for everybody. And while you're out there trying to get these hashtags, tell them about Gamezilla Media. Tell them to go to Patreon. Throw us a buck. It helps. Support the creators that create the IRL Nintendo Labo <laughs> stream of your life. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Patreon is the is our huge um, push this year, and we appreciate everyone that's jumped on to Patreon. The perks are are, are expanding this year. We're bringing Noobs and Dragons, uh, Legend of Retro. We have Gamezilla, Gamezilla Alpha. All of that is going to be available to you um, just by joining Patreon. And you know, every every dollar helps us so much uh, as far as continuing to have fun um, and bring you new content. Uh, expand the the equipment and studio so that we can we can do a better job and and you know um it's it's been fun so thank you for all that support yep that's patreon.com slash gamezilla media yep uh this has been episode 40 of gamezilla alpha the nintendo labo extravaganza <laughs> i'm not calling it that <laughs> yeah that's what you just called it Go ahead, call it that. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, thanks for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. Um, The our other shows, Gamezilla Podcast, is our is our mothership. It's the weekly news about the industry, where we go in deep into what's happening, what games are coming out, what we've been playing. uh, Interact with the with the Twitch chat because it's live every Monday night on Twitch.tv/slash Gamezilla Media, and then you can listen to it Tuesdays. Tuesday mornings, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, uh, Google Play, and of course, GameZillaMedia.com. We have our retro show. If you're into retro video games and want to learn things that you never knew about Mario, Mega Man, Donkey Kong, Double Dragon, Dragon Quest. I mean, it's endless. I think they just did a Michael Jackson video game uh, episode, or at least uh, Retro Relapse. That's every Thursday uh, in the same great place. Uh, you can find all the shows that we're doing right at GameZillaMedia.com. And then the the new thing that uh, you know that we want everybody it's hot, everybody loves it. Yeah, and we have the oh oh well, if you're talking about Noobs and Dragons, yeah, it's super hot. Um, that is our Dungeons and Dragons um, podcast with three new adventurers that have never played an adventure of Dungeons and Dragons that uh, has been blessed to have Craig WK. As their DM with you know almost twenty years of experience, so 
we have an expert put you know pushing our, pushing us through this adventure and uh, we're just trying not to die. So it's a very fun podcast. Join the adventure and find out what's going on with Jandar, Tilly, and Alistair. Yeah. All I have to say about noobs and dragons is where's the idol? And for those of you that do listen to Noobs and Dragons, you'll get it. And for those that don't, listen to Noobs and Dragons every Wednesday and find out what's going on with this idol. Yeah. And why does Jandar keep critically failing? <laughs> <laughs> um, then the uh, last thing I want to remind everybody is uh, twitch.tv slash Media is a st- we have a stream team. So there's a bunch of us that stream under the community Gamezilla Media uh, and we play games like every day. You can j- tune in and watch anything from Fortnite to uh, you know games like Hello Neighbor, games like uh, n- anything Nintendo Switch based. We have a bunch of a bunch of great streamers all teaming up and, and playing under that community, Games Low Media. So search for that community, hit follow, and keep an eye out what's going on with the stream team. Uh, yeah, keep an eye because there's been chatter yeah. in the stream team behind-the-scenes chat rooms of multiple people going live and streaming some, like, 1v1 battles in certain games and stuff like that. So we're trying to build kind of, like, these community plays almost. Yeah, yeah, we're working on community plays, but and then we have plenty of individual plays that happen all week long if you're looking for entertainment outside of just these podcasts. And then we are on YouTube. Um, We just started our our YouTube channel. It's very small, but we do have Craig WK Long Plays, uh, which right now is focusing on Final Fantasy VI. And um, we do have a brand-new show launching February 1st, which is called Pixel Theater, and that is uh, created by none other than Player One Miggy. So um, stay tuned for details on that, but that'll be exclusive content over on YouTube. So again, if you love the podcast, if you're just looking for more content, there these are other places you can go to get more Gamezilla Media content uh, delivered to you. So... Yeah. yeah, and in all those places, make sure that you're liking, subscribing, following, donating, yeah. leave a comment, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Help not only us, but everybody that is part of the community out. Yeah, anytime you hit that subscribe button, you give us five stars, you uh, leave a comment. That it, All that stuff helps us on those platforms as far as raising us up and getting us better visibility so that more people can find us, which then just means we keep growing and we keep making content more and more. So, you, you know, that way you never run out of GameZilla Media content. All right. We're done dropping 42,000 plugs at the end of the show, but we want to thank everybody once again for tuning into episode 40 of Gamezilla Alpha. Jazzy Fiddle, in love with Nintendo Labo. It's the extravaganza. Remember, hashtag Jazzy Goes Labo. Jazzy Goes Labo. Get it posted. Tag us. Let's get this man into a robot backpack and let's get his gamer tag changed. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you next time. And until then, game, game on. on. Man, you got your crayons ready? We about to color some cardboard. I'm going to customize the shit out of that backpack.